welcome to Multimedia Failure. Every other week, we watch a movie based on a video game and then rank them against each other arbitrarily. I'm your host, Jason Ariola, and hoping we don't have our skin right off our bodies in one poll with me are... Ooh, Vanessa Cahill. John Lucero. <laughs> and us. Oh, yep, yeah, there you go. I was just going to introduce you as our special guest. I'm sorry, Sean. How's it going, man? Hey, I'm doing pretty good, and thanks for having me on here. It's, uh, it's my first podcast ever, so I'm pretty excited. <laughs> oh, congratulations. Welcome to our show. <laughs> Thank you. You picked a good one. You know? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, like the only good one, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So far? Yeah, there's uh, there's been a lot of bad movies we've watched, and this is definitely not in that category for a change. <laughs> it feels like it's like, oh, this is this is easily, I think, going to be top 10, so I'm not really that worried about it. So. Spoiler alert. Hey, you know, yeah. I'm just saying. I, I think it's a pretty... We haven't even talked about it, Jason. I know. I think it's a pretty big consensus as still, uh, you know, uh, Silent Hill, the movie, uh, being a pretty good uh, adaptation there, so... And that is what we're talking about today, Silent Hill. This uh, released April 21st, 2006, with a budget of $50 million. Now, if any of you guys looked it up, uh, no cheating, but do you, any of you guys want to take a guess as to how much money it actually took in at the box office? Mm, $120. Okay, Vanessa. 121 Okay. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> Sean, you want to take a stab at it? Uh, 117 Sean is the closest at a hundred point six million, but oh, wow. unfortunately we're doing prices right rules, so nobody wins. <laughs> what was the prize? Um, continuing to do this terrible, terrible podcast, I suppose. <laughs> the prizes were stuck in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, hooray, huzzah, anyway. Prior to this viewing, uh, what are you guys' experience with the Silent Hill movie? Uh, Sean, since you're our guest, why don't you go ahead and start it off? Oh, wow. Uh, so, in 2006, when it first came out, I I'm never played the game, uh, so I had no experience, nothing with the story at all. It just looked like a good, fun, kind of dark, twisted movie, and so I went to the theater and watched it, and last night was the first time that I'd ever seen it since. So, not very much experience, but I did enjoy it. What were your impressions of it? Uh, you know, wow, fourteen years ago—that's that's a long time ago. at this point, yeah, I, I, the the person with that giant metal beak mm-hmm. freaked me out to no end um, <laughs> when I first saw it. That's like the one thing that was burned in my mind uh, from the first time around. And then this time around, it wasn't as scary until, like you said, he ripped the <laughs> the skin off the person in one pull. <laughs> I was like, oh boy. Yeah, I forgot uh, about that scene entirely. <laughs> But this time around, what I was impressed with is actually like the graphics of it, like how well it still looks, even though it's like 14 years later, it still looks like it could have very well been made today. I would have to agree with you. I think the CG effects have held up a lot better in this than we've seen in a lot of other uh, movies that are based on video games. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Including Advent Children, which is nothing but CG and looks terrible. It looked dated the day it came out, but you know, whatever. Yes. Uh, Vanessa, how about yourself? Um, I, I don't, well, I thought I had seen it, but I don't think I actually have now that I've watched it again. Oh, okay. um, Maybe you saw the second one. And I feel like this is a game I probably like picked up for like two seconds. was like, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> oh, not a Vanessa game. <laughs> no, 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 clearly. As soon as I was like, as soon as this movie started, I was like, Vanessa's going to have a squeamish time through this one, I think. I'm not like a horror. Like my strategy for watching scary movies too is like Wikipedia. Like you know, if I have to, like I like horror movies, but I'm like I'll just look it up on Wikipedia. So I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Taking all the fun out of it. Yes. <laughs> all right, and John, how about yourself, man? I have seen this before, uh, but I 
definitely forgot a lot about it because I was uh, definitely surprised when certain things happened. But uh, I actually remember thinking it, thinking it was decent the first time I saw it and uh, really liking the uh, special effects they use in uh, the town. And I, th- and I agree with uh, Sean that they still hold up rather well. Uh, they, you can definitely see, they definitely seem aged, but I still think uh, it works for the most part. It's one of those visually appealing movies we've watched easily. <laughs> Uh, yeah uh again uh you know high bar to limbo under there <laughs> uh, so as for myself this was an early blu-ray uh i picked up so i picked it up um before you could really rent blu-rays reliably and i ended up being fairly impressed with it as a guy who's i want to say a silent hill fan i i like the first one i love the second one i think the third one is okay and i never really played much beyond that i played a little bit of or no actually i did finish homecoming which is kind of like a not really a much of a Silent Hill game, I suppose, but I like, I like, I guess we, I didn't know we were talking about the series, but yeah, keep, keep going. Jason. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, 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 I'll get us, I'll get us back around to that. So, uh, but yeah, as far as the like games go, like I'm, I'd say half fan or whatever. I enjoy what I've played for the most part. And I can't say that about most horror series because the last horror movie we watched was Siren and I have touched none of them and everything I've heard about them is they play like crap, but they're interesting. So there's that. Um, Sean, you said you've never played the Silent Hill games, correct? Correct. Yeah, I never really got into that type of game. The only thing that I could think of that would be something similar, maybe Resident Evil, when that that very first one came out, and I never touched another one really since. <laughs> Vanessa, you said you pretty sure you'd never played it before. I mean, I may I may have like like open like I did have a PS2. This was on PS2, right? PS1, yes. PS2, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I might have played whatever was on ps2 i was like we would be different working at games so i was like oh, i'll get this game this looks fun i'm sure it was like for about two seconds and i was like big like no nope not my type of game too scary and also i died right away hmm. Probably. there's there's Based not a... on my previous experiences <laughs> yeah yeah a uh, silent hill's a little bit less action oriented so you may have stood a little bit more of a chance of staying alive but mm. i probably got to the first scary thing was like no <laughs> yeah well i think silent hill's definitely a little bit uh, more creepy than resident evil like it's definitely more of a horror game than a I don't know what you would call Resident Evil comparatively, but yeah, it, it definitely goes more on the psychological sides of things than the like jump out scares and like, ooh, creepy. This is like, ugh, deep down in your soul, creepy thing. Yeah, Silent Hill <laughs> makes you think about stuff. What was that, John? Silent Hill makes you think about stuff. Yeah. yeah I want to think about stuff. Makes you stuff. Yeah. I want to play Viva Pinata. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. A happy game about beating up uh, pinatas until they explode and then exactly. make them have sex and mate and then have children pinatas. My, I, my type of game. All right. Well, that were, <laughs> there you go. Go ahead, John. How about yourself, man? Uh, I have played quite a few of them, not all of them. I'm a pretty big fan of the series overall. I miss I miss Silent Hill games. There hasn't been a new one since 2012. I want to say it was when Downpour came out. Uh, was that uh, get- Was that before or after the Vita one? Oh, uh, book been of before memory? the Vita one, so you're right. Uh, what's that? What's that awful action RPG they was it made? Book of Memories. Yeah, Book okay. of Memories. I think that I think that might have been before. You might be right. That might be the last one, which is really unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, well, hell of a way um, to go out. I mean, you can also count PT if you want to uh, as a sort of True. Silent Hill uh, thing, which is a wonderful thing. PT is fantastic. Yeah, which uh, Silent Hills got made. I find myself just enjoying Silent Hill games, even the ones that people think are bad. I generally have a good time with. I just kind of like the the whole thing they're going for horror-wise. I think uh, they're very interesting. I liked Downpour. I liked Homecoming, and uh, those are generally not well-liked overall. I've, 
I think the only one I wish I, I haven't played like four and Shattered Memories. I wish I had played because I heard a lot of good things about that one. But it was on the Wii, and uh, I think it eventually came out on the PS2 as well. I think you're also. I think you're correct. But I would like. Uh, I would love a good Silent Hill HD collection as opposed to what we got with two and three. Yeah, there was some speculation as to like why that ended up happening. As just like voice actor contracts or lack of contracts and. I, I don't know what really went on there. It's just sort of one of those things. There's like a Retronauts episode that came out, I think, a few, maybe a couple of months ago that kind of delved into it a little bit. But there's like somebody somebody on YouTube named Voidburger. Uh, she knows a crap ton about Silent Hill. So if you're looking for some Silent Hill info, that would be the place to go. We are we are not that uh, we are not that group that will inform you that much about Silent Hill beyond our cursory knowledge. Yes. Uh, and, but yeah, I think Silent Hill 2 deserves, uh, really deserves a remake. It's a it's a hell of a game, um, and I, I like the I like three a lot too. I would like to also you know get to play the ones I haven't played. So I would I would love a Silent Hill collection of any kind, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and again, also just I think it has to be mentioned that the Silent Hill music is fantastic. Akira Yamaoka is an amazing composer. So, and his stuff is in this movie too, which is really great. Yeah. I really I really enjoyed this the music the, the soundtrack to this movie. I thought um, I don't normally notice a lot of sound stuff, but I thought like it was actually noticeably good. Yeah, they use the actual uh, game uh, music from, from games. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a lot of all the big hits are in there with and some really good uh, subtle choices too. It's it, yeah, it was. And even I listened to the whole credit. I had the whole credits thing going in the background because I love Thema Laura and that's what plays at the end. So that was great. Well, let's uh, not uh, let's not kill what I'm going to play at the end of this uh, end of this podcast oh, as our outro. Thanks. Spoiler, <laughs> spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. It's only like one of the most recognizable Silent Hill themes. Yeah, of course I'm going to play that. <laughs> so yeah, I, knew, I, I mean, I, I, I yeah. could only assume that would get played at the end of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So if you guys are ready, shall we get the uh, shit show on the road where we're actually talking about this movie? Oh yes. That's part. Yes. All right. So right off the bat, it does hit you with um, Yamaoka's soundtrack. Like immediately, just that weird kind of guitar or whatever the hell that. I was like, oh, oh yeah, I forgot this was in here. It was just like, oh. I heard, yeah, I heard it and got so excited because yeah. I forgot that his music is in the in the movie too. Yeah, yeah, it's just wonderful. So all right, so we start off with parents screaming for their daughter Sharon. The mother ends up writing under a bridge, and if you look under the bridge, there's some graffiti in there that spells out Cheryl, which is the name of the daughter from the first game, which is I thought was like a nice little reference there. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, there's a lot of love and care that got put into this movie just like in the first like three minutes of this thing. Yeah, I. I... They definitely, they definitely do show like that they're fans of the series for sure. Um, they were people that created this. I, I, I went back and forth on whether I wish they had just done the Harry Mason, Cheryl Mason story because this is basically the first Silent Hill game. Um, it's a loose interpretation of it, but they just changed the main character essentially, mm-hmm. which um, is a. It's not the first time I've come across that. It's basically it's very Resident Evil actually. It's very similar to the first <laughs> Resident Evil movie. Uh, they created a whole new character for this. Uh, but I thought Rada Mitchell was a solid lead, solid enough lead. I didn't, I didn't appreciate her screams. I thought they were, <laughs> they were, I didn't, not very believable screams to me. <laughs> but uh, maybe she just got tired of screaming constantly in the movie. <laughs> yeah, it does um, seem like probably. she's there. Probably, yeah. that's all she does. Yeah. <laughs> Poor woman's gonna end up worse. A lot of that. Yeah. Yeah, that. she's like the most abrasive character of all time. Yeah, <laughs> she's very abrasive. Uh, yeah. All right, so we cut to, we see a girl overlooking a cliff in a trance and just kind of mumbling home to herself as she's kind of swaying back and forth. 
Um, and then we kind of see, like, the hell industrial version of Silent Hill as Sharon tries to jump off the cliff. Thankfully, uh, her mother, Rose, uh, stops her just in time. And then Sharon screams, Silent Hill, home, home. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, come on, guys. could be a little more subtle about it right out of the gate. <laughs> And apparently uh, Sharon's done this before because um, the husband, Christopher, and Rose talk about it a little bit that she's kind of like done this thing where she's woken up and just says Silent Hill all the time. So after a certain point, I mean, if she depends on how long they've had her, but they don't really make clear how long she's been with them. But I mean, after like a month of that, I would be like, OK, what the hell is with the Silent Hill thing? I don't think it would take years for me to start like looking into Silent Hill. I think that don't they? Um, mentioned that she's been taking medication and stuff too, though. Like, yeah, yeah. I think it's have. also getting it's also getting worse though, which is also like, I mean, yeah. how much how bad was it? Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently, pretty bad. <laughs> she almost killed herself. So. Yeah, yeah. Rough. <sighs> All right, so uh, Rose and uh, Sharon are kind of snuggling under a tree and talk about a trip they're going to take to Silent Hill and. Um, if you're not familiar with the uh, the game series, that maybe sounds like it's okay, but uh, to like you know uh, those of us who know what Silent Hill is, it's like no, Silent Hill is not a good place. Don't go there. That's a terrible vacation spot. I think even with it, without knowing that, it's like your your child is having like hellish nightmares. Like she's mentioning the words hell in the same sentence as Silent Hill. That's like not really the place that I'd be like, yes, <laughs> let's go there and work let's through your take, issues this, together. Yeah, this is this is how we, this is bonding. This is mother daughter bonding. Okay, Jason. You're, the, you're a parent here. Yes. Uh, let's say your child, uh, uh, one of your child, one of your children, started having nightmares and screaming about some town you've never heard of before, and in a similar way to this, would you take your child to this town? Absolutely. Yeah. First thing, get get in the car and go, baby. <laughs> I just wanted a parent's perspective on this, you know. I, is, is, is Jess there? How does Jess feel about this? Uh, she's, she's thankfully in the other room. So it doesn't no. matter. Vanessa, only one parent needs to do it. Yeah, <laughs> you, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, my thing would be, I would definitely not be uh, taking my kid anywhere near there. Like, uh, as, we, as we know, we put on the uh, scientist hat uh, on me here for a second. I would first immediately start Googling what the hell this city is before anything that's what else. she did. She did that. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. But it took months because she was on medication. Like, if, if my kid suddenly starts saying, like, you know, like, Boise, 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 <laughs> I'm going to look up Boise, okay? Maybe they want a potato. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah, they're good. She, 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 Boise potatoes. <laughs> Kay just wants some potatoes. Get her some oritas and we're good to go. Sheboygan. Uh, is it Sheboygan? Um, the one Bugs Bunny or somebody in Looney Tunes say it's like... Huh? No, it, it's like, I'm dying already! Oh, yeah. Oh. Timbuktu, Albuquerque. I think Cheboygan is the other one. No. Hohokin. It's Hohokin, New Jersey. Hohokin? Hohokin or Hoboken? I don't know. I'm from New Jersey now. I can't tell you. Hoboken. Hoboken is New Jersey. Hoboken, New Jersey. I'm dying already! Anyway, uh, yeah. So if somebody's yeah, so one of my kids are like, it's the first thing I'm doing, not putting them on medication because they're screaming about a name. I'm like, okay, so what is going on with this? Or at least like look in the news. Like, did something happen that I missed? All right, we're heading to Hoboken. Yeah, pack the yeah, pack the car. Oh, anyway, so we find out that she's been sleepwalking quite a bit, and she brings up Silent Hill off quite a fair amount. And since the opening, I thought that the mother and father split up because uh, he's not going with them, and then. Um, yeah, he's, he's at home, and then he panics and sees that Rose is gone, and 
then sees that she's been googling silent hill yeah it's like guys come (laughs) on really it's like they they, they leave you like this little bit of tension you're like oh did they split up over 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 like the way they were gonna like treat sharon and like oh no there's just like a half second of that it's like no uh, rose is just being irresponsible and just jetting off with the child yeah she just Takes away with the kid. So and also, like the first page mentions Silent Hill as the tainted town. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what, are you, what are you? What are you doing? Yes. Don't go to the tainted town. <laughs> like, I, I, lo- I love too that Sean Bean's like, "Do you read this?" Like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I did too. I appreciated that. It's yeah. like, did you read what you googled or? Yeah. Like, yeah. <sighs> yeah, Sean, as a, a vacation spot, if if somebody suggested something, the first thing you come up with is tainted town. Are you gonna be like? Are you going to be like, yeah, let's do that one? Absolutely not. <laughs> Just like, what in God's... No. Gr- it's like, no, why, never mind bringing your child along with you. It seems like a terrible idea. It probably mentioned the whole thing about, the, you know, the coal fire that happened there, too. Yeah. Right? I'm yeah. sure it, that was on there. Yeah. So, I'm uh, Chris- sure that actually is something, like, real. I'm pretty sure somewhere back east, I think, I want to say, like, West Virginia... Or Pennsylvania, there actually is a town, or at least there was, where the coal fires are burning underneath the town. Well, Sean, let me go ahead and uh, throw, on, throw on my uh, his, uh, my history professor hat here. <laughs> you just opened up a can of words that you had no idea. <laughs> yeah, he's. Uh, I also knew about this, and I knew Jason would make it trivia personally. <laughs> oh no, I wasn't. Oh no, no, I I, could, I couldn't say that for trivia. This was going to be right in right in the main show, baby. Uh, All right, so this is excellent, excellent segue, Sean. Excellent segue. <laughs> Perfect, man. Yeah, so it's uh, it's based on uh, Centralia, I believe is how you pronounce it, Pennsylvania, a town that has been on, or basically the underground coal mine of it has been on fire since 1962. And based on current estimates, it can. It looks like it's going to burn for another 250 years. Holy crap. Permanent fossil fuels is all, I, is all I'm hearing. You know, yeah, yeah. this is why this is why we're all like the world is ending right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's multiple reasons, but that's one of them. Sure, that's more. That's a great example, at least. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like if you point to that one and be like, "See, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah." The- the town was about um, had about a populace of 1,500 and is down to as of 2017 five people. What was it like on the news that day, Jason, when they reported this? No, oh, I can't even imagine. <laughs> like, so the the town the town's underground is on fire, right? Right. Why are we here? Wait, I'm doing. Wait, right below me is like a raging inferno. Why am I here? You guys sent me out to this. Jesus, I quit. I'm going home. Goodbye. Is that coming up on the local news in Albuquerque? Or did it reach that far? Or, um, <clears throat> that was 62. I I, I was uh, 20 years off from being uh, born. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, sorry, Jason. <laughs> Good God, I know I'm the old man of the podcast, but I'm not that damn old. <laughs> I know after a certain point, like, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, oh, well, you're more than 10 years older than me. So clearly this happened, right? <laughs> In your lifetime. <laughs> a decade's a long time, Jason. It is. It, boy, boy, does it feel like it. So, oh, anyway, yeah. So I thought that was co- kind of a cool little nod there. So thank you for bringing that up, Sean. It gave me a chance to uh, put on my uh, uh, history pr- professor uh, hat here for a second. <laughs> Absolutely, Professor. You got it. <laughs> Jason secretly and not so secretly wishes this was just the Hard History podcast that we did yeah, all this. Yeah, yeah. I, I could put it out more frequently than Dan Carlin could, but it also wouldn't be as good. So, you know, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> I would have three listeners versus, like, the three million he has. So there's that. Anyway, let's go ahead and move on here. So Rose gasses up and is a little wigged out by a cop on a motorcycle uh, pulling up at the gas station they're at. So clearly she's thinking, like, she's doing something she really shouldn't be doing because, yeah, you normally don't. Get that sketchy around cops when you're um, white. We'll just say that. 
and leave it. There. Yeah, and this cop, this cop is like totally on. She's got good instincts. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. she's de- and she's definitely got that like badass swagger going on too when she's walking. She's just like no nonsense. Yeah, and her, like full leather getup, mm-hmm. the boots and the aviators, and uh, and the sunglasses it's, it's like at the night. middle of the night. So it's uh, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> isn't it like nighttime. Yes. Yep. Yeah, my uh, she reminded me of a female uh, T two thousand from Terminator two or T one thousand. Sorry, that's super. Yeah, that is a good comparison. Actually, now that you mention it, <laughs> I, even... I could see. I could see you're taking on being Robert Patrick, just a female version of Robert Pat- Robert Patrick. I could see it. I I feel kind of ashamed. That's my favorite movie, and I didn't even think about that. So um, I'm just gonna go ahead and see myself out now. <laughs> Yeah. So you're maybe wrong. you should maybe they shouldn't shouldn't trust her then. Oh well, you know, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so uh Sharon apparently drew some really disturbing things over the picture she was drawing from earlier. They're fine, yeah. Jason. They're That's just kid true. drawing. They're yeah, fine. just people like dying in a school or something like that. It's fine. <laughs> and then, you know, the the Sharon's freaking out and Rose is trying to comfort her and the cops looking over like, What the hell is going on over there? It's there's something shifty going on. And like you said, Vanessa, just good instincts there. So uh, Rose goes to pay for the gas and asks how to get to Silent Hill. And the clerk asks her why she wants to go there. Because I want to go there. Yeah, none of the roads <laughs> go there anymore. Silent Hill. <laughs> Sometimes. No one goes there no more. Sometimes dead is better. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so the uh, motorcycle cop lady strolls up to the car to ask Sharon if everything is all right. But Sharon says she doesn't talk to strangers and rolls up the window. And the cop just says, good girl. <laughs> it's like, so kind of, like yeah. I kind of dug that one, yeah. I was like, I think it's a, I think it's a nod to her backstory too, and she because she saves that kid, right? They bring it up multiple times. Mm-hmm. She she saved that other kid, mm-hmm. so you know yep. they bring it up so like four times. <laughs> <laughs> She's a good cop. Yeah, they really want to emphasize because they know people don't like cops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, she's good. Yeah. Yeah, they knew we would have bought, or what would be going down 14 years later when uh, we were doing this podcast. They're like, we should probably emphasize it for these people doing this podcast about this movie. <laughs> And we appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah, a lot of foresight. All right. So uh, Rose calls Christopher and asks why he canceled the credit card. And it's not going to stop her from taking um, Sharon to Silent Hill. I mean, at a certain point, you have to think like, you know, maybe I should at least wait for my husband. <laughs> just just trust her on this, Jason. Is what she says. <laughs> That's true. That's her like defense. Just trust me. <laughs> yeah. Reasonable thought. Oh, God. Be fine. Just trust me. Everything Take you to a hellhole. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, tainted town. Yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and do that. Yeah, nothing Listen wrong. The tainted town. <laughs> All right. So we find out there Sharon is adopted, and then the motorcycle cop lady takes down the license plate as they drive away. And of course, the motorcycle cop comes uh, roaring back up here as they're driving. Rose gets pulled over, and uh, Rose sees the exit to Silent Hill, and then guns it before the cop gets up to the window. She uh, plows through a, dry, or a locked gate, and the radio starts going haywire, freaking Sharon out. Rose tries to turn it off, looks up, and sees someone walking in the middle of the road. And much like in the intro to the original Silent Hill game, swerves, crashes, and smacks her head on the steering wheel. You know, I'm pretty sure that car was new enough that it probably should have had airbags, so I don't know what happened there. Yeah, maybe maybe she forgot to get it fixed, and she was like, just trust me on this. Maybe- Can we just talk also about how, like, her response to being pulled over? I know! Uh, we were going to get to this. <laughs> like... She has a child with her, and she just happens. To, I mean, obviously, they just happen to be lucky enough to, to park right next to the turn the turn off sign for Silent Hill. Which people should probably just take down. You know, there's no need to, to mark that Silent Hill's that way. Honestly, yeah. Oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, regardless, like, why did she gun it? There was no need to gun it. Like, what are you? <laughs> you the cop hadn't even talked to her yet. I do she, wonder what she was pulling her over for. Being a crazy person. (laughs) Are you kidnapping this child, ma'am? 
Well, but I if mean, she'd like just stayed cool, she could have just said no. Like this yeah, is my exactly. child. This is my literal daughter. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I have so the like adoption the cop, papers the cop, right here. The cop's instincts were right then, right? She's like, oh, so this lady is a psychopath. I should oh, go yeah. get her. <laughs> yeah, like the, the cop was immediately proven correct <laughs> as soon as she gunned it. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, drove through a fence, almost killed her own daughter. Yeah, it's like stay cool, man. Stay cool. Stay cool. <laughs> it's like come on. Just no chill with the popo there, apparently. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah uh, I really did not think this whole like Silent Hill thing through, honestly. No, no. <laughs> like, I mean, she clearly had enough time to like plan it where you know Christopher wasn't going to be home, so she could have planned it a little better where she had cash, so the credit card couldn't be canceled. If somebody had happened to pull her over and ask her what she was doing, she could have a good backstory. <laughs> Anything, any sort of preparation outside of take some cash and let's go. <laughs> that just seemed to be the plan. It seems like a terrible, terrible plan. Yes, let's go to the city where there was a, there were, there was fires underground. That seemed like a reasonable thing to do and take your child. I mean, she could have just said, oh, we're just on a road trip. Left it at that. I think he would find, kind of think something's up, right? Like, how often do you take the Yeah, we're on a road trip in the middle of nowhere, West Virginia. <laughs> and, uh, who goes on a road trip to West Virginia, Jason? That's your first red flag right there. Well, if you look when they do this, like the pullback shots, like there's a lot of pretty country there. There's some whitewater rafting I've done in West Virginia. Oh, to be fair. All right. <laughs> Maybe shut the fuck up there. <laughs> there you go. Sean just laying the smack down there. Uh, all right, fuck me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, then. See, somebody, somebody's got a good reason to go there. So I, I, I don't know if taking your, like, 10-year-old daughter who has, uh, you know, psychological breaks, uh, whitewater rafting's a good idea. But, you know, neither's driving through a gate at 50 miles an hour, so. Like Jurassic Park. <laughs> she had a hanker in. Apparently, good God. Anyway, we should probably move on here. We're, we're getting hung up here on a small detail. All right, Rose comes to and sees, like, ash coming down like snow and that Sharon's left the car. Uh, Rose gets to look for her and then sees the silent hill sign rose is like walking the streets lots of nods to the game itself with a thick fog and mannequins going on there which i thought was a nice little touch again this movie is full of little touches to the series itself yeah you can really tell it's a set like a cg a cg set like a green screen set especially now I'm, i don't know how obvious it was at that at, in 2006 but uh i kind of think it kind of adds to the surrealness of silent hill making even though it's all like it's all cg i think it kind of works especially because of the video game movie to begin with um, um actually john i'm uh, outside of the fog i'm gonna go ahead and uh uh we'll just say you're gonna say well fuck me again um actually they used a town that was very dilapidated in canada yeah but some of it's green screen for sure like, oh you can okay. Tell okay the background is green there's like some serious green screen in the background but yeah obviously she's walking through like, like they're going through a town at yes. this point but uh, okay. there's still a lot of a lot of green screen stuff too um for like the wide shots and stuff but uh, I think it works. I, I, I like. I love the look at this movie personally. I like, yeah, uh, I think they really do capture it. Doing the ash instead of the fog is pretty cool. For to go to go with their lore for Silent Hill versus mm-hmm. the um, game's lore. Uh, yeah, which is just cover yes. up as the uh, draw distance as best you can because it was on the PS One, so you had to do something there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like no, it's totally because there's thick fog and not because the PS One can't render more than three feet in front of you. Rose sees a little girl running. She chases after her. And during this, like, run chase scene there, shows off the dilapidated nature of, of the town itself, which is kind of cool. Um, then a siren goes off, and suddenly I was like, oh, no, come on. I siren has yeah. <laughs> I was like, god damn it. <laughs> it's like, it was literally, like, what, three movies ago now? 
Was it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. All right. So as the siren goes off, it suddenly gets very, very dark, very, very quickly. Uh, Rose happens to have a lighter on her, which um, I never see her smoke at all. So it's like, okay, that's... It's, it's odd because... Like, she wears her phone around her neck because she doesn't have pockets. Mm-hmm. At first, I was like, why does she have her phone around her neck? Oh, it's probably because she doesn't have anything to put it in. But uh, it also, she has lighter on her. Yeah. So where did the lighter come from? And why the phone around, yeah, why the phone around the neck if you've got pockets? I thought that was, like, maybe the weirdest styling thing is that, like, and maybe that's just what people did in 2008, 7? Six. Six. Six? Six? Did you guys used to wear your phones around your neck? I don't think I did. I mean, I was 12. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. so. I feel real old. Yeah. Welcome to my world, Sean. John's just like a super baby, though. He used to watch, <laughs> like, but, his, but, but his parents would let him watch these really like scary movies when he was like six. Uh, yes, I said. <laughs> well, okay, okay. Let's not get hung up on. Let's not get hung up on John's bad story. <laughs> Which led him to make these terrible decisions that led him to this podcast. So I'm 26. I've made it this far. We're fine. Yeah, <laughs> we're doing fine. Yeah, yeah. You just happen to be at the end of the uh, end of the country's. Uh, anyway, let's. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, so the walls down the stairwell um, that she's been walking down are like really wet and kind of slimy and gross looking, which I thought was a nice like change because I went back and like rewound it just to make sure that they weren't that way prior to the darkening, I guess we'll call it. And yeah, they were definitely not that way before, which I thought was a cool touch. So Rose hears some um, someone whisper mommy and she keeps going forward. Things are kind of strangely like blocked off with chain link fences, uh, almost like she's being led around or, uh, you know, there's uh, just not a lot of budget as far as rendering it in the game. So they just sort of adopted that for the movie. Yes. Uh, yeah. This industrial style would be adopted for uh, the, ne- the next game in the series too. So then homecoming it really just ripped his whole cloth. The whole, like even the peeling aspect of uh, this movie is, is all home is all in homecoming. <laughs> I like homecoming. All right, so Rose sees a tarp over something, and it looks sort of like a body, and it's real kind of moist and gross-looking. Then she sees the little girl running around. She thinks it's Sharon. She runs into a body tied up to a chain-link fence and a gas mask, and it's still alive. Uh, And then something I can only kind of describe as a lava baby reaches out for her. I will say yep. she took it pretty well up until the lava babies came and showed up. Like yeah. she was like keep hold, she was like keeping it together pretty well um, at that point in time, and then the babies just kind of broke her. Yeah, <laughs> she was. They would break me too. This is why I like I can't play this game. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty common enemy in Silent Hill. Is oh, children. lava babies! Oh God. The children just in like the, I forget I forget what enemy they're called in Silent Hill, but yeah, that one. They a lot of the ones in this one are like classic Silent Hill enemies that mm-hmm. appear in almost all the games. Um, yeah. So she's running away from him. She gets cornered, and then there's a ton of lava babies there. Uh, she breaks into a building and crawls along the ground to try to get away from them. But just as they get close enough to her, she screams, and for some reason they vaporize. Uh, she comes to when the town is light again, and all the freaky chain link fences are gone, including the guy that was, uh, you know, hanging up there like he was crucified. Yeah. I did, I did like how she goes to the tainted town and shit immediately hits the, hits the fan. It's not even yeah. like a build to it. It's like, why did you, you should not have come here. <laughs> it's immediately bad. So. I appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> she she earned that with her carelessness. <laughs> Sean, what do you think? Was this a was, was this kind of like a nice little introduction for you, or like even just now watching it, or the first time you watched it? Did this was this sort of like a oh okay they're really throwing us into the shit like immediately? Oh yeah, I don't really remember too much of like the build up or anything like that from the first time around, but the second time around, you know, seeing that it's called Tainted Town, all the other things like the father's concern, and then immediately like 
shit is just happening to this woman. Nothing is going right. And she can't find her daughter right away. So it was just, it was um, a great way to see what was going to come later, I think. Yeah, she does admit her mistake in a little bit, too. She's like, she's like I was wrong to come here like a couple minutes after this. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. It's really big of her. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> you know, it is very hard to admit when you're wrong. And that was very, it was very important that she did that. Uh, all meaningless. Uh, but, you know, hey, whatever. Like, you lost your daughter. Congratulations with your stupid, stupid decisions. She's and, having a Karen moment. <laughs> well, she does have the haircut, I suppose. Yeah, she does, I guess. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, guys, let's move on here. <laughs> Sorry. So uh, Rose runs down the main street, and it leads to a pit that just seems to kind of go onto the center of the earth. Uh, a woman who looks a lot like the like colonial American version of a witch kind of suddenly shows up behind her and says... Only the dark one opens and closes the door to Silent Hill. I was like, oh, boy, okay. And that's not, that's, well, thank you, ominous, mysterious lady. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now that I know that, I can, I can go about my day. Yeah, thanks for filling me in. Wait, you couldn't tell me anything useful? You just had to creep me out even further? Thanks. So, why, the, why are people in horror movies always so confusing? I mean, <laughs> so you just tell me what it is. Yeah, let's not be cryptic. Let's just get right down to the, the brass tacks of this thing and just tell me what's going on here. Anyway, uh, the woman tells her that they took her daughter from her. Uh, Rose shows her a picture of Sharon, and the woman says the girl is her daughter and tries to take the pendant away. Rose runs off, and then we see Christopher. Uh, he pulls into a gas, the same gas station and asks the mechanic. Or, no, actually, I think it's a different one. No, it's the same one. Is it? Oh, yeah, it's just daylight. I didn't rec- okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then asked the mechanic how to get there. And then he, uh, when the mechanic is not so forthcoming with the information, he just like pulls out a just wad of bills and taps it at him like no seriously like i need to know and it's like oh dude like you could have just given me 20 i would have told you but you're like literally flinging like a few hundred dollars it looks like at me sure i'll drive you there man i mean that family looks pretty wealthy that house looks pretty nice uh yeah that's that's very true maybe that is like 20 dollars to him true yeah I hate rich people. They deserve this. They should check his tax returns. Yeah, all seven hundred fifty dollars. I pay, pay you know, more, no, more like two paychecks. Anyway, moving on. Let's not date this podcast. <laughs> all right, uh, Rose runs back to the car. It sees a picture of Sharon, uh, or that Sharon drew, laying on the ground by her car. In the driver's seat, there's a picture of the school that Sharon drew. Rose tries to get her car started and calls Christopher, uh, leaves him a message, and as John mentioned, says she's sorry. She took her to Silent Hill and that she made a mistake, and she's going to the school to go find her. It's very big of her. Yeah. Continuing to make the mistakes, though. Just maybe, I, I don't know. <laughs> so. Well, she can't just, like, leave the little girl now. She's like, crap, I lost her. I can't just go home and be like, sorry, uh, Christopher, I, I don't have her anymore because I, I lost her in the tainted town. town. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, thankfully, the cop shows up. Uh, perfect timing. And the cop arrests her and starts walking her back to the police station, which seems like a smooth uh, move there. Uh, you know, for somebody who is supposed to be so good with children, or like, you know, caring for a, ch- a child or whatever before, like, uh, going away from the child seems like the dumbest thing possible. Yes. Also, why was she confused she'd get arrested? Like, she was like, why are you arresting me? Uh, what the well, fuck do you mean, why am I arresting you, evaded arrest? <laughs> like, yeah. You... yeah, you literally <laughs> took off from me, busted through a locked fence, uh, slammed your car into the side of the road there, and your daughter is now missing. So, at the very least, child endangerment, you dum-dum. I will note that Sybil Bennett is one of the other main characters of the first Silent Hill game. She is an entry she's a cop. cop? Yes, yep. she's a cop. Oh, she sure was. Motorcycle yeah. cop, too. Yes. Yeah, and she has the same exact experience where she also sees Alessa and, or, sorry, did we have, we said, have we said Alessa yet? No, matter. no, that's uh, okay. 
Yeah, uh, and, and crashes her bike. So yeah, they they actually this is pretty much the. I mean, it's very loose again. This is based on the first Silent Hill game, um, relatively closely to, compared to what we usually watch. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. All right, so Christopher gets a voicemail, but it's pretty garbled, kind of giving you an indication that there's something going on there. Uh, the police have the bridge blocked off. <laughs> Christopher explains he's looking for his wife and that she's driving the Jeep that broke through the gate. The cops found the Jeep, but it's empty, but no indication that anyone's hurt. Uh, the cop says they also have a deputy missing, and then they head to Silent Hill together to find Rose and Sybil, who is, as John mentioned, the cop there. Have so you back- noticed in like every Sean Bean scene, it's like daytime but pouring at the same time? Mm-hmm. Like I feel it's like he has he has some awful luck with sun showers. I have to say, like it's just constantly pouring around him. Maybe he's just really sad. He's like Eeyore, I just think a cloud. He's really sad because <laughs> he's Sean Bean and he knows his fate in most movies. Yeah, I've been watching Sons of Anarchy lately, and the guy who plays like the, the suit the suit cop. Yeah, yeah. it's like he. This is not the character I'm used to seeing him as. <laughs> I, yes, he's great in Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, we're pretty pretty obsessed right now with that show. It's it's a great it's a great show. <laughs> Never seen one second. Let's move on. Come on, come on, come on, come on. This is a long movie. We're like we're like fifteen minutes into this thing. All right. Sybil says uh, she had someone take a boy to Silent Hill and then drop him down the mine shaft. They go to a bend, which is a nice, just happy conversation to be having. So uh, they go to they get to the bend in the um, in the road, and the road is falling out to the center of the earth again. Sybil still won't take the cuffs off Rose. Uh, fuck you, you stupid cop. It's like okay, well that's fine. I guess you you're the one who just literally put your child in danger but cool uh they see someone around the bend in sybil's radio and rose's phone start going haywire hey it's a lava monster that sprays black shit all over sybil who has to rip off her helmet uh, because she's literally melting and she shoots it dead which uh, she shoots a few rounds at it and then just like comes up to it just point blank and blows its head off which i thought was kind of a baller move there <laughs> a little unnecessary but i guess you know yeah you do what cool. you gotta do yeah so, so. Just, just just establish your uh, dominance over it i suppose <laughs> so yeah. All right, uh, Rose books it, which seems kind of like a dumb move to run away from the person with the gun and uh, also your handcuff keys. Yeah, yeah but she already she, that's like her go to move is to just run away from her problems. Run from the cops, run from her husband. Run from, uh, everything. Run, from, run from her daughter. Yeah. So. Anyway, uh, so she manages to get uh, her arms back out in front of her. And then Sharon finds a school. uh which has a nice little motto over it. The foes of the righteous will be condemned. Nice normal school motto there. Uh, this yeah. town seems all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this town's fine. And then as she's going through the school, she definitely, like you see a lot of like, kind of like indoctrination kind of propaganda sort of vibes in there. Just a lot of like heavy, <laughs> heavy religious overtures that are just kind of making me like in my Catholic school days, kind of squeamish here. Yeah. That crossed my mind. Cause there's a lot of Catholic, some Catholic stuff in this movie. I'm like, I wonder how Jason feels about all this shit. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. There's a, it's a little heavy-handed, just a little bit. Yeah, but, yeah, you know, there's a lot of that in the games itself, too, as the series went on. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, all right, the uh, male cop and Christopher are cruising through a rather normal-looking version of Silent Hill. They pass by a barbershop that used to be the cop's father, uh, or used to be the cop's father's. <laughs> when the fire started, they tried to evacuate quickly. Yes, he was the son of a barbershop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Anyway, uh, they tried to evacuate quickly, but a lot of people died, and they couldn't find some of the bodies, which, totally not ominous once again. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, everything's good there. So, uh, Rose hears some thudding in the school and goes running towards it, which seems like the uh, opposite of what I would do personally, but hey, uh, I also wouldn't run away from a cop and bust through a uh, chain link fence, so there's we'll that. go to the Tainted Town? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would just listen to it. I would just listen to about it on a podcast or something to be like, oh, that sounds cool. Never going near it. Anyway, looks like cult members or something in hoods carrying a caged canary. Rose bolts once again, and she sees uh, some fresh handprints on the desk, which is carved into the desk, which, again, not ominous in the least. 
Rose opens the desk and sees it belongs to a girl named Alessa. Um, a flashback of kids sh- shouting, burn the witch, as they throw books at her, um, which, again, like, little, maybe a little on the nose, but we also don't really get if um, Rose is seeing these flashbacks or not, if they're just presented to us. That was going to be my next question. Is this real? <laughs> Nothing is real, Vanessa. It's a movie, so. Well, I think they're all dead. To be- we'll get there later. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Oh, uh, let's see. So the girl runs by Rose, and Rose takes up after her upstairs. She follows her into the, into the bathroom, and then she hears crying. So she checks the stalls one by one. One is locked. Uh, she opens up the stall next to it, and there's a body tied up in barbed wire with a name tag on it, identifying it as someone named Colin. Uh, Rose notices there's graffiti on the wall saying, Double Daria, with an arrow pointing down <laughs> to it, and there's something in his mouth. This is basically a, a, a Silent Hill puzzle. <laughs> like this is the oh, totally. equivalent of a Silent. Like there's a lot of these in this movie of just like this is totally this is the video game puzzle solution, of like I can just picture like will you reach your hand in yes or no white text at the bottom of the uh, at the bottom is of the that screen. What they make you do in this game? Yes, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of stuff like yeah. that. Yes. Oh. Yes. But yes. That- <laughs> maybe think of Saw too. Oh yes. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> I will never the- reach into that corpse's mouth. <laughs> It double dared you, Vanessa. You have to. Yeah. I wouldn't be there to begin with. I'm too smart. I'd That's... die on the hill already. I don't, the, the first monster would have killed me. I'd be dead. <laughs> the, little, the little kids. Little kids already would have killed me. <laughs> All right. All right. Round table. Who's putting their Who's putting their hand in the mouth? I mean, I would. I'm already there. Might as well. I was Vanessa. Ew. Definitely not. <laughs> I'm already in the tainted town. You might might as well go, might as well go all in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, again, that's uh, for me and Vanessa. Hard pass. Uh, but Rose goes for it, so she's she's uh, definitely tougher than us, apparently. Anyway, it, I thought it was a piece of cloth, but it turned out to be like a slab or a little piece of rock. I don't know what it was, but anyway, it was a piece of, it was like a, a piece of like a number a door number on a hotel. It's like the it's like the number like above the a door. No, like the like the, the actual like num- like engraved piece of wood that goes above the door to tell you the room number like that it was, I mean, it was that it's right. like because i thought you know that's, that's the room number in the future it's because it's a sound hill puzzle yeah i i see it looked more like just like a rock to me like the second viewing of it after like sharon or um not sharon um rose kind of shows it off but eh, whatever yeah. it doesn't really matter they go through a stack of them when they're in the hotel later oh okay all right so she gags goes to leave the bathroom and then one of the hooded pe- or cult people see her sharon fumbles with some keys that i don't remember her ever getting um do you guys remember her getting the keys? Kidding. I thought that's what she got out of the yeah, mouth. She, I was like, did she, uh, go ahead, Vanessa. Sorry. Yeah, the, the first thing she did is she like ran into. So when she got into the school, she like was in the office looking through like uh, drawers and snooping, and she found a flashlight and some keys. Okay, okay so keys. Yeah, I missed that too. Okay, so um, she praises the cult members, try to kick the door down. Their canary starts freaking out, and they just run off. The siren blares, and the world goes dark and starts peeling away and rusting. And oh, guess what? That body of Colin. Yeah, he starts crawling out of the stall to get go get Rose. Uh, this movie is fucked. <laughs> so, yeah. I, ugh. Anyway, as Colin touches the wall, like bloody tendrils kind of start oozing out of it. Rose uh, kind of has had enough of it and just books it. More body horror shit, and Rose continues to book it. She sees the cult members getting devoured by. Uh, I originally thought were rats, but they turn out to be bugs of some sort. Yeah, and they also have faces. Uh, I hate yeah. that. Creepy faces. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a cockroach with a face. Yeah. Oh, God, to think about it again. That, 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 fuck, that was like one of the worst, worst things in the movie to me was it had a little face. I hated that. Oh, man. I'm going to kill you, John. Like a, like a men in black uh, alien. Yeah, yeah, pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, except, except not goofy, just horrifying. Yes. 
All right. Uh, so Rose runs to the window, um, and the girl she's been following is scribbling furiously at the desk. Rose shines a light on the girl. Girl looks up, and then Rose falls through the window. Smooth move. Anyway, uh, Christopher and the cop are going through the school and wearing masks. Uh, you know. Uh, yes. It, 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 it's funny. They're like ahead of their time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You know, it's funny, like, a year ago, I would have looked at that as, like, a little, like, oh, maybe that's a little overkill, and now I'm, like, it per- it's, like, a, that, that's a perfectly normal thing to do. Just go for it, yeah. Or two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shut up, I don't want to talk about it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, and that's and that's it. Uh, right back to Rose. Uh, Rose is on the ground, and then Pyramid Head shows up. Uh, Pyra- yeah. He's not in the first yeah. Silent Hill, but he got to be in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, Sean, the, uh, the the triangle thing is called Pyramid Head, and he is sort of the, not the antagonist, but sort of the main menace of sorts in Silent Hill 2. And he's sort of the only thing outside of maybe the nurses, I would say, it's sort of like an iconic Silent Hill thing. Yeah, he's like the most, uh, he's like kind of like Nemesis Vanessa, I guess, would be his closest comparison to Resident Evil. He doesn't, he doesn't work like Nemesis does, but similar in that, like, it's an iconic, large. Evil I, I, did, I did know. I did know about him. So even when this, we were watching this, I was telling Jim, I was like, "There's a guy with a pyramid on his head, and I hope he doesn't show up." <laughs> yeah, he's pretty iconic of a character. Yeah, so, yeah. which is so fucked up. But, it's yeah. it's a it's a terrible but like cool design. Like it's just it's like horrifying to see, but it is a pretty cool design. It's it, it definitely has stuck. And Pyramid Head shows up in other games too, which doesn't make really any sense. But you know, once you know what Pyramid Head is. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of the also the nurses showing up and a lot of the enemies showing up in this don't make any sense when you think about how enemies work at Silent Hill, but that, that's neither here nor there, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean this this was a movie for fans, like kind of by fans basically, and they just wanted to throw in nods. It's like we're not gonna be able to like I don't think in their wildest dreams they probably thought this was gonna turn out as well as it did as far as like critical response goes, so they're probably just like, I'll hey, just throw a bunch of Silent Hill stuff in there. Fans will appreciate it. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, Rose understandably runs off because uh, Pyramid Head is fucking horrifying when you look at him. It's just this gigantic dude, or just, like, little dude, and, like, I think it's, like, 15-inch heels is what the guy ended up wearing uh, that played oh. Pyramid Head in this, uh, plus the gigantic, like, metal thing around him that he couldn't see out of, and a huge sword thing mm-hmm. that he's carrying. He's just shredded, he's weirdly sweaty. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... Yeah, he's got an army of bugs. Yeah, he's got an army of bugs. It's uh, it's fucked up. He's fucked up, guys. Yeah. Pyramid Head's fucked up. <laughs> All right. So Christopher's in the courtyard and somehow senses Rose. Uh, following her, even though she's in another, like, dimension is, I guess, sort of what we're led to believe at the at this point. Uh, Christopher and the cop go back into the school and the cop tells him to put his mask back on. It's the one time I say be, or I say a cop is uh, being helpful. So let's go ahead and follow <laughs> the police's advice here. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yeah. he like Christopher says uh, he smells her perfume and just senses her. And, yeah, it's... It's it's a weird, I don't know. They, they never really explain exactly what goes on with that, but there's something there. This, and cop, I, this cop thinks she's a nut for sure. Uh, yeah, it's like well, this guy's a wacko. Or does he? <laughs> That's oh, true. No. Is yeah. he dead too? It, no, these cops are totally on the, on the up and up. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, so Rose screams as the flashlight dies, and she collapses into a heap on the floor, like sobbing. And I'm just like, girl, same. If I was in that situation, I'd be sitting there sobbing. Just like, oh, why am I here? <laughs> What happened? Why every choice in my life I regret that led me to this place? Ugh, anyway. So, uh, just as the bugs come out to get her, Sybil shows up and drags her away. Sybil slams the door shut, but one of the bugs gets through, and yeah, it's got a human face, like we said earlier. Um, 
Sybil's had enough of this town and just stomps the fuck out of it. And just as it's screaming at her, as it's upside down, just like crush. I'm like, all right, Sybil's, Sybil's cool. I, I, I dig Sybil. <laughs> so. Yeah, she's played with Lori Holden, by the way, from The Walking Dead. Yeah. And a few other things, but yes, mainly. Uh, is that her? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She's uh, oh, in, the first season, in the first, like, three or four seasons of The Walking Dead. I think the first four. But uh, who can say what happens to her, you know? <laughs> Maybe she just left the show. <laughs> but, uh, yes, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I'll never know because I, I left the show, like, after season three, I think. So kind of. I think I made it through the first four. <laughs> I don't think I made it to five. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I made it to the one with the governor or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I'm kind of done with this. So anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> So Sybil tells Rose to get a pipe so they can barricade the door. Sybil uncuffs Rose, and then they hear a scraping sound from the other side of the door, and uh, we we all know what that means. Here comes Pyramid Head. Sybil points her gun at the door, and then Pyramid's like a gigantic sword comes through it. He can't get it far enough to hit them, but cuts a big enough hole um, to let the bugs in, and he kind of gets his arm in there and starts trying to get the pipe dislodged. Sybil fires at Pyramid Head's arm, and he suddenly kind of gives up. Didn't seem to be the bullets so much, though, as the corruption is melting away again, so... I think bullets solve your problems, Jason. I think that's what we learned there, mm. is that shooting your problems is a good solution, too. Yes, yeah, clearly. Mm. I thought burning them was Here's the way Here's a question to go. For, for you all. Mm-hmm. Would you rather be murdered by Pyramid Head or eaten by bugs? Murdered by Pyramid Head. Wait, 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 How is he murdering me? What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> Let's be specific. It's up to him. I thought I was going to get stabbed by his giant sword. <laughs> But the, he has he has some he has a, a repertoire yes. of murder moves. Um, so <laughs> knowing the two from this movie, he's either gonna rip your skin off or stab you with his sword, or bu- or bugs. If, if the choice is stab with sword, I'll take stab with sword over yeah. Janine. By the way, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I will take that too. Uh, Sean, how about yourself? <laughs> I'm going out out of the world the same way I came in. He can rip my skin off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> God, that is a that is a that is a visual I did not need, Sean. Thanks, man. <laughs> Like, that's what, what I'm here that, for. That was a choice, Vanessa and Jason. If it's rip skin or bugs, yeah. Ooh, uh, I feel like that's a hard choice. Yeah, I, I, think, I, I think bugs. I don't know. I hate bugs though. I don't I know. Like I, hate, both... I hate ripping my skin off either though. <laughs> slow, I think they're both slow, awful deaths too. That ripping skin, like you die from shock most likely. See, right? that's why I'm doing it. <laughs> I want, to, I want it to be over quick. I don't think it'd be quick though. I think, <laughs> I think you'd feel every bit of it. Also, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but, uh, no. <laughs> I mean, the skin is the biggest membrane on your body, isn't it? Basically, it's just one big membrane. I can't wait yes, to the biggest talk. organ. Organ. There you go. Fifteen minutes from now, we have to talk about that scene again. Okay, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, we haven't even got to it. We brought it up twice. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Yeah. I, I, if if it was pyramid head cutting me in half or whatever, I always take that. But uh, the skin, I think I would probably have a better chance of dying of shock um, within a minute or two versus the bugs. I could probably sit there, survive for a few minutes while they're eating me. So I'm I, I'm, I'm going to go with Sean and getting my skin ripped faces. off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. 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 I'm oh, yeah. Uh, I forgot about the faces. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Vanessa. <laughs> they're eating Ooh. you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, there's there's no good answer to this. All right, oh. Ugh, <laughs> let's move on here. And uh, so, on. Uh, yeah, this is really bothering me. It's also, oh yes, please, for the love of God. Yes. All right. So it. they leave the room, and the school is back to no- back to its normal dilapidated state. Uh, the thing Rose pulled out of Colin's mouth is something from the hotel. So they get their shit together and go there next. Uh, cops back in the real world, we'll call it, I guess. Uh, the cops have Christopher leave and say they'll continue looking for Rose and Sharon. Christopher gets the sense he's not being told everything, so he tells, or so he calls the records department on about Silent Hill. But the woman on the other end of the line tells him she can't access them that they're confidential, and then just hangs up on him. So, 
yeah, perfectly normal phone conversation there. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing questionable about that. Uh, just time to go home, Chris. Yep. All right, uh, Rose and Sybil make their way to the hotel. They hear a woman who we find out is Anna yelling, and she's throwing some rocks at Dahlia, the woman from earlier, the witch woman from earlier, I should make note of. Uh, Rose takes the knife Anna had uh, away from her, and uh, finally, uh, Rose has a weapon of some sort, so that's something. Although, as we know, uh, if you play the Silent Hill games, having a weapon really isn't that great of a great of a thing for no, the most part. You just flail around a lot. Yeah, yeah. Comet's not, uh, not uh, the Silent Hill series is forte and it's also not meant to be so yeah it never has been and when they tried to make it more kind of but yeah you know. yeah so they, these games when you would like let's say you encounter pyramid head you just you just die or no, you, uh, just, yeah you, you don't like around you, him or you, you don't really fight pyramid head yeah yeah he's you, just there you run or he kills you that's kind of the two options oh, okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> i hate this game <laughs> yeah you can kill enemies in, in hell games uh, i don't i don't like it i don't like it when things chase me um, there's not a lot of chasing in Silent Hill, honestly. Outside of your past, chasing you. Yes, outside mm, of your past, because the, worst be, kind. Because the town <laughs> attacks you with your with your deepest psychological issues and fears. Yes, um, that so. really comes into the forefront in two, real hard. But yeah, there's not a lot of it's it's really slow and foreboding, Vanessa, as opposed to quick and jumpy. It's yeah, like the best way I could describe I think Silent I hate Hill. It too. Probably, oh, oh, it's I, worse. oh yeah, you would absolutely hate it. Yeah, the way I can describe, uh, I think the best way I can describe Silent Hill is. Um, Vanessa, you know that feeling you get, like, when you know something is going to jump out at you and you, like, are tense and just waiting for that thing to jump out at you? I do. Okay. I don't like that feeling. That, this is how this movie made me feel. <laughs> that is the entirety of Silent Hill. Nothing, the yeah. thing never jumps out at you, basically. Yeah, it really there, doesn't. There are so few jump scares. No. You are just sitting there tense with your butthole clenched the whole time through. <laughs> it's just those, you know, those good horror movies you're watching where it's like, this is a good movie, but you're just like tense the entire time. Like, mm-hmm. there's, there's some that are like, I, I like, I think Sinister is that way. I like Sinister a lot. And it's not really a jump scare movie as opposed to just like a re- like constant um, layer of terror underneath everything going on at all times. So that that's not a hell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Mm-hmm. So, and it explains about the symbol that's been around the town um, that they've seen, and it's on buildings that the elders of her elders built, which sounds um, sort of impressive, but then you realize, like, all the architecture's from, like, maybe early 1900s, so you're like, okay, so it's, like, just your grandparents' parents is what you're saying? Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and it's their symbol of faith, basically. This Anna takes a real bummer the entire time. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. She, uh, spouting random cryptic shit. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much everybody in this movie spouts random cryptic shit. So anyway, Sybil opens up the mailbox and there's a paper uh, in the room 111's box. A drawing of someone being burned alive while people watch. Um, Yeah, that's a real happy, happy image to see in crayon. Uh, Anyway, so they decide, hey, let's go off to room 111 then. A video game puzzle again. <laughs> Open yep. the thing, the one thing in like the one room. It's like, oh, I guess we're going here. Yeah. And, All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Christopher breaks off into the records office, grabs the records, and then uh, finds the files on Alessa, and it looks exactly like Sharon. There's an incident date of November first, nineteen seventy four, that something happened, and surprise, the same hotel and room number that uh, Rose and Sybil are headed to. What are the odds? Yeah, who would have thunk, huh? What are the odds? <laughs> well time, Sean. Yeah. See, that was very. That was see, Vanessa. That was very slow and foreboding. What Sean just did there. That was very Silent Hill. No oh, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So it looks like Anna um, decided to tag along with them. It doesn't look like there's a room 111, except Rose figures out it's behind a painting of a witch being burned. Uh, yeah, real subtle. A clue there. So she cuts through the painting, and sure enough, there's room 111. 
there's a hole in the wall leading to another building. Rose drops her knife as she jumps over it. Of course, the only thing she had to protect herself with, and there she that goes. She has a knife for two minutes. Yeah, she has a knife for two minutes as she cuts open a painting. And that's the only use she got out of it. There was, that knife served as narrative purpose, and now it is done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless she stared at it for too long in the menus option. Yeah, anyway. Uh, that's I don't know if you know that, about that one, John, but... yes yes i do okay okay anyway uh rose finds the uh girl crying and tries to approach her jumping on some exposed like scaffolding and it is ballsy as shit because i would have just seen that been like hey are you okay from a distance like i am not jumping on that shit couldn't you just go around she could have just walked around yeah exactly like why did you do that i guess you know this the fastest way the straight line vanessa you know that it's uh she really wants sharon back even though she i was pretty sure she didn't think that that was sharon because she didn't she didn't yell sharon no, she's just like, you're not Sharon, you're other Sharon. Let me come to you yeah, via yeah. danger. Her maternal instincts kicked in, kicked in, and she just saw a little girl crying, and she needed to go protect her, basically, I think is what happened. Right? It's a giant help hit. Yeah. Yeah, all right, so the girl turns uh, towards her, and she looks exactly like Sharon. Uh, Rose commenting that you could be her twin, and, well, there's a reason for that we'll get to later. Anyway, uh, so this girl uh, stretches out her arms and says, look at me, I'm burning, as her sleeves catch on fire, and then she vanishes. <laughs> so yeah, that, was a, that was a really quick scene. Uh, I thought was pretty good. Yeah. It was, it was effective. Like, yeah. burst into flames. Yeah, definitely give you a sense of, like, oh, God, things are fucked up in this town, aren't they? Anyway, Anna starts freaking out. The darkness is coming. So they run towards the church as the siren blares. Rose recognizes the church from one of Sharon's drawings. A bunch of other people run towards the church as well. Dahlia tries to warn Rose and Sybil to not go into the church because it's not as it seems. Anna throws a rock at her. Uh, a fire doesn't cleanse. It blackens is uh, what Dahlia says here. Like, oh, great. Okay, that another cryptic message there. Thanks. Can't you just tell us what happened? Anyway, uh... <laughs> Rose tries to get to Dahlia to answer uh, what Alessa wants. Evil wakes in vengeance. And yeah. And then the world starts peeling apart Thanks, again. Yeah. Real helpful, huh? <laughs> Rose and Sybil run towards the church. Um, Anna has a rock and is going to throw it at Dahlia, but Dahlia makes a symbol and Pyramid Head appears behind her, uh, picks Anna up by her neck, and then rips her clothes off and then grabs her by her skin on her chest and then rips off her skin and then throws the skin against the church door. It was, it was fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how yeah, I yeah, forgot that's a good about way to that. that. <laughs> I, I really don't know it, how I forgot about that. It's also like, why did they have to have that conversation on the stairs? Like, couldn't they <laughs> go inside? <laughs> they needed enough time for uh, for Anna to have her skin ripped off, basically. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Sean, do you remember seeing that part in the, or like when you first saw it? Like, did it kind of come as a surprise when you saw it uh, this time? Because uh, personally, I don't remember this at all. Like, when that happened, I was like, I don't remember that. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah. No, I, I don't remember it at all. I just remember scary guy with the metal face <laughs> being in it a couple different times and being utterly afraid. I honestly forgot all about the gore in this movie, honestly. It was, like, I, like When it started happening, I was like, I don't remember this at all. And then later on in the movie, too, with the barbed wire, like it was just all gone. It was it blanked it, I guess, for some reason. I guess it was just too horrible. <laughs> just, uh... Does this mean that the witch controls the pyramid head? I kind of thought that for a second just because like she made like the little weird symbol with her hand and then pyramid head showed up directly behind her but maybe she was just pointing in a weird way i don't really know what are you guys' thoughts i don't think she i don't think she controls pyramid head okay i didn't like, think so either but that sort of gave me but an why, indication that she has some like, sort of control over it right with the pointing and the the manifestation of like the bad guy <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it literally appeared behind the thing or the person that was going to harm her and then kills her. 
So yeah, but the, she also Pyramid Head also tried to kill Sybil and Rose earlier in the movie. So well, that's what I, 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 I don't know. I think there's some semblance of control, maybe, but not like entirely. Because I think it's I think yeah. it goes along with like the you know the daughter loves her mother thing that they have in the, like the a mother is God in the daughter's eyes or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. I think I think it's more like uh, like that situation. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, there's a lot of questions to be answered here. So anyway, yeah. uh, so the people start to charge uh, Rose uh, as they get in the church. Sybil shoots off around the uh, last one by the looks of it. <laughs> and then the leader of the group, Christabella, which hell of a name there, approaches them. They start praying a totally not ominous prayer. And uh, digging up some trivia for this thing, I did find out that that was just them reading parts of Revelations, which I'm like, oh, wow, there's a there's a reason why we never really studied Revelations in, in Catholic school, huh? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, and as a, as a Silent Hill fan, I know cult stuff always goes really well in Silent Hill, so these people are probably all fine. Yeah, yeah. all on the up and up completely. Yeah. Oh, all right, so Christopher is at the orphanage they got Sharon from. He asks the nun about Sharon, but she won't answer anything about her. The cop shows up and then gives him a tiny bit of info about Alessa, but warns him off and tells him he needs to leave it alone, and then shows him the severe burn marks on his hand. Yes. <laughs> you know, also for Sean Bean's whole section, I just have to say that it's one of the rare instances in these movies where I actually cared about a side story going on in the movie at all and didn't feel like I was just wasting my time. Like I, Sean Bean stuff was, was interesting. He's a solid actor. He's mm-hmm. fucking Sean Bean. So yeah. it's, you know, I thought it's, I was actually, did it, I didn't just tune out <laughs> during his scenes. So that's, you know, that's something, right? Yeah. It's definitely I actually not watched nothing. the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's very rare in these movies where we'll actually like absorb the whole thing instead of just like kind of space it out halfway and be like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he was even in this to begin with. So, like when I saw uh, the cast of it for the you know the second time, I was like, Sean Bean's in it. Oh my gosh, is he going to keep his head on? <laughs> fair question. question. Yes, yeah, absolutely fair. Because <laughs> yeah, the guy never lasts very long in anything he's in. Poor guy. All right, anyway, uh, let's move on here. Christabella talks about needing to go to where the demon is to find Sharon, but no one has ever returned from there. So uh, yeah, uh, the cult members put their weird suits on, and Rose tells Sybil she doesn't have to come with her, and that's where uh, Sybil mentions the "but in um, in the daughter's eyes, mother is God" line, which. I yeah, it just I don't know. Anyway, uh, Christabella grabs Rose's pendant off the floor, and they head out to the building. Cultist arms with pipes, which is a nice, a nice again nod to the game itself, where your pipe is generally the best weapon you've got. Mm-hmm. Christabella shows Rose where the demon is on the map of, of the building and says goodbye to her. She tells some of the cult members to let them into the basement. They give Rose a flashlight, warning them that the monsters will be drawn to the light, but she'll need to use it anyway because it's too dark without it. It's like, oh god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That sounds like a Silent Hill thing, too, that would be in a game. Yeah, it's like, you've got to use this, but it's going to screw you up real bad. Actually, I think the Wii one, or one of the Wii ones, actually had that mechanic in it. It's uh, that you had to have the light. You had to use your flashlight the entire time. That's against the enemies. Hmm. That's terrible. I hate this game. Uh, game club. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll be one Vanessa won't yeah, be on, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm part of Game Club. I will because I love you guys, but I, but I will hate it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Christabella goes um, to hand Rose back the pennant, but as she hands it back, the pennant opens up and she sees the picture and calls her a witch because it's the uh, she looks like the devil child, basically. Uh, the cult members attack, but Sybil fucks them up pretty good with her baton. Sybil takes the brace holding the elevator open off and tells her go get go get your daughter and then down goes the elevator Sybil pulls the trigger on christabella she's holding him off at gunpoint and yep it's empty then the cultists just beat the shit out of her and then i thought finished her off 
Yeah, we all did, but yeah, except for uh, Sean, who remembered <laughs> what actually happened. To her. Uh, I did like the fake out gunshot that she uh, and the and the smirk afterwards. Uh, I thought that was a nice little badass moment before yeah. she got beaten. She's a good uh, cop. She's a good lady. I also like that Rose like basically like plummeted to her death. <laughs> yeah, totally thought she was going to well, die doing that. that. I thought that they beat her to death, but once, you know, we see later on in, in the movie, then it, you know, made me remember, like, oh, yeah, I do remember this particular piece. Oh, okay. I did, I did wonder why she didn't just go in the elevator with her personally, but, um, you know, whatever, I guess. <laughs> it's too late now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it seems like you could have just, like, held them, held them back at gunpoint and then, like, snuck in underneath or, you know, ducked it underneath and then pulled the thing. Yeah, but instead, uh, instead of sending her off on her own <laughs> to the end of the hell hospital. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And none of this would have happened if she never went to the car at the gas station. I know. What a sad life. Or if she had bad or she had just normal cop instincts that weren't good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it said she had to be actually be a decent cop and that's why she ends up. Uh, well, um, where she ends up later. I'm the one decent cop in West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there. So uh, Rose starts her trip through the uh, building and turns out it's a hospital. I didn't get that until um, we see here in a second. Uh, yeah. Uh, finds the uh, scary slash sexy nurses there. I don't really, yeah. They, they're kind of candy stripers, too, at the same time. So I don't really know yeah, what was going is- on. I mean, yeah, like I mentioned earlier, like this is like the second, or this is the second most iconic <laughs> monster, probably for the wrong reasons. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's from it's from the second Silent Hill, so technically it shouldn't be in this movie. But we've also we we crossed that bridge a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Pyramid so, Head was in the second one too. And, yes. Yeah. Yes, so, so yeah. Anyway, uh, they only move when they see the light, so she moves through them with the light off. The nurses are kind of jerking a bit while she maneuvers through them, um, and then she moves a little too much, and they react to her and they start slashing out, missing Rose, but hitting each other. And we see like their like throats get slashed and they start dropping. It's just like glee. Was a yeah. quick little, uh, quick little. Yeah, these, these goofballs just killing each other. You know? yeah. <laughs> what a bunch of I good. I totally missed last night that they were nurses. I just, <laughs> just. I guess I had no I, idea. I guess I, I guess it's not. It's obvious if you don't know what if you don't already know about them going in there. Yeah, yeah. they were in like in like white cloth bags. I didn't realize that they were actually like in uniform. <laughs> They're supposed to be sexy demon nurses. Did that come across at all, Sean? Well, I you get the thought s- they were demonic or, you know, backup dancers in a Missy Elliott video. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they were kind of, you know what, you're right. I did kind of get that, like, thing of just, like, the way they move. They did sort of have that vibe to them. I'll give you that. It's, uh, ugh. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, could you imagine being the weirdo who has their sexual awakening to one of those things? Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, I was Kelly Buddy, so it doesn't matter. It wasn't this, I promise. Anyway. <laughs> so Rose runs through the door and once through a voice that seems like it's Alessa's, but um, it refers to Alessa in the third person. So it isn't Alessa. Uh, starts telling the story to Rose. She didn't have a father and was constantly picked on for it. Alessa runs into the bathroom. These are all like, this is like a flashback sequence we're seeing here. Uh, so we see Alessa run into the bathroom from earlier, and there's Otis, and wonderful. I'll leave the details out, but the voice explains, you know what can happen when the little girls are left alone. Moving on, uh, Christabella tells Dahlia that they need to cleanse her. They take her to the hotel. The voice explains uh, she led them all to the places where her traumas occurred, including the final one, and that's uh, what we're about to see right here. Uh, Christabella takes Alessa away, and they perform a ritual and burn Alessa alive in a cage. 
and the cage Alessa is in falls over, and the cultists run out as the thing kind of catches on fire. The cop from earlier tries to free Alessa, burning his hand, so that's where those came from. Alessa's not dead, but severely burned. Then the voice, been talking to Rose the whole time, comes to Alessa while she's in the hospital, offering revenge. And then the voice tells Rose that they have to talk, and then she kind of snaps out of like the dream slash flashback sequence there. Yeah, and it's all told yeah. in film grains, so you know it's old. Yeah. Super old. Also, um, interesting that they choose like an indoor location for their like burning cult activities when they like live in a coal town. I feel like there should be safety training when you live in a coal town. Um, yeah, well, you know, even if there is safety training, that doesn't always stop a fire raging for 300 years under your town. So, well, but the cultists are the ones who started the fire. So if they had known better than letting this like weird ritual ceremony in a building in a coal town, I feel it like all could have been avoided. I feel like they're already cultists, so you're already asking a lot. Yeah, yeah. They've <laughs> already drank the Kool-Aid mess. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Rose comes to and sees the nurse from the flashback. She's scurrying away from uh, her every time Rose gets near her. The girl that's been leading Rose along says she has many names, but explains she's the dark part of Alessa right now. Sharon is the goodness of Alessa that's left, hidden away from Silent Hill. Dark Alessa says that the time has come for satisfaction, meaning revenge. And this is the actual plot of the first one. Yeah, yeah. So you know there is that. Except her, it's not Sharon; it's Cheryl. I don't know why they didn't. I don't know why they just call her Cheryl. Honestly, I, I, I don't, don't really know. get it why they. But it's oh, it doesn't matter. But yes, this is the this is actually the plot of Silent Hill. Yeah. So, so Dark Alessa tells Rose that Christabella is going to find Sharon and purify her. Uh, Dark Alessa wants Rose to infiltrate the church so they can be killed. And then Dark Alessa kind of like merges into Rose. And then we get to see the nurse that looked at Alessa while she was in the like the burn tent thing or whatever. And her eyes are blind. They're like white. And I can't tell if like she clawed them out herself or someone clawed them out for her, basically. Because there's just marks all over her face. Yeah, it was the punishment for looking at her while she was on the thing and being disgusted, right? Or being yeah, afraid of Horrified, her, so. yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if it was like a sort of a self-punishment thing, um, you know, once the shit hit the fan with Dark Alessa, but yeah. I bet it may. I think it probably made her do it. Yeah. Probably. She is a dark spirit, which is also interesting how quickly Rose is like, okay, yeah, whatever you want. Yeah, yeah she, she hugs the evil spirit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get them. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> I mean, at some point, you kind of just have to be like, well, you can do all this, so maybe I should at least try to be nice to you, so maybe you'll kill me quickly if you're going to kill me. Right, she's like, those cultists were real real jerks. Yeah. Let's get them. It's like, you seem like the lesser of two evils at this point. I'll, I'll go with you. Somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow you're the lesser of two evils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, so Sharon has been hiding in a room this whole time. She hears noise and runs off as the cult members start tearing apart the room looking for her. Dahlia goes in to protect her, and then Christabella finds her, and yeah, they grab a hold of Sharon. Uh, so we're back to Christopher and he's let out of town by the cops says he'll be back with people who know what they're doing implying. I don't know what exactly, but we know the dude's got money. So maybe he's going to come in with like a bunch of like mercenaries or something. I don't know what <laughs> implication there. I don't, I don't really know what that meant, but it could just be an angry father basically, you know? Yeah. He did just kind of go home and mope though afterwards. Yeah. I mean, granted he could also be doing that, um, that, that whole thing of like when a celebrity or quasi celebrity gets pulled over. <laughs> don't you know who I am? <laughs> Could be doing that sort of thing. Like, don't you know how rich I am or something like that? I don't know. Sean Bean, what are you doing here? <laughs> Wait a second. Weren't you 006? <laughs> oh, anyway, so the cop tells her that Sybil went down the mine shaft with the boy for three days to help keep him alive. And then Christopher drives off. So that's Sybil's sort of trauma and why I think she can sort of interact with Silent Hill 
differently than the other two people can but anyway so the cult is getting uh pyre ready to burn sharon i know this is anyway uh one of the cult <laughs> members clocks uh dahlia and then we hear someone call out to sharon uh Sybil is alive still uh surprise uh tied up on a ladder telling sharon not to worry that uh, rose is coming for her and christabella seems a little too excited to burn sharon and Sybil yells what the fuck is wrong with you people yeah, this is this is this is basically Wicker Man. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Christabel lights the fire, and then they slowly lower Sybil over it, very, very slowly, mind you, to keep her high above, slowly just roasting her alive instead of burning her, uh, which what is a fucked oh. way to go. Yeah, and like what, really... a, what a like a what a complicated way to burn somebody. It's like you really you really have to really enjoy the act of burning someone to go through all of that. There's like no need. Like they, like obviously the Salem witch trials. You know they just <laughs> they they perfected the art of burning someone for no reason. They we we have the technology. Yeah, <laughs> we have the technology. We can burn them. Yeah. Oh, you beat me to it. <laughs> oh, sorry, 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 Sean. Uh, you know, I'll go ahead and just correct you for that one. Anyway, um, yeah, you know what? You you texted it to me, and we'll just go with that. I I just read the line for you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, all right. So, uh, about what about what point did you guys have to like look away from this? Because I I I lasted a few seconds. And I was like, I can't watch somebody like burn like this. Like this, it just horrified me. I didn't. I, didn't, I watched it all. Oh, I, I, I didn't look away from any of this movie, but I cringed a few times. Definitely a few times. This is one of them. Like this, like I was like, oh Jesus, because it was just it's just so unnecessary. You're already burning her alive. There's no need for this level of theatrics around it. Like. Oh. Also, Sybil didn't deserve to to go out that way. No. She got beat. She, they should just end it with her getting beaten to death. Honestly, that's what yeah, I thought. I oh, anyway, yeah, I I definitely thought she was dead because the way they like were hitting her with the lead pipes and you kind of hear the squishing. I figured like, oh, yeah. they caved in her skull, but nope, apparently not. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, she catches fire and thankfully dies there. Uh, she basically asks her mom to sort of look after her and i'm like oh what a fucking horrible uh, anyway we, we got to move on here i'm gonna have a tr- trauma here <laughs> uh yeah, maybe i did because that's why i don't remember half of this movie it's just like traumatic <laughs> yeah quite violent yeah all right so rose walks in and we see uh sybil's corpse on the ladder she tells him that they're afraid of the reality that they're the only ones damned and that they're already dead Christabel and Rose have a standoff about Christabel's faith and their guilt in burning Alessa. Rose says uh, they're alone in their guilt and that God isn't with them anymore. And then Christabel's had enough of that blasphemy and stabs the shit out of her, just like right through her, like upper torso. Yeah, <laughs> like, there is some serious splurting. There's so much splurting. Yeah, it's like it's like that scene in Adam's family uh, <laughs> at, the, at the play. <laughs> yeah. I just watched that recently. That's why it's fresh in my mind. <laughs> It's a great movie. It's like it's the so Gallagher good. show. Movie's so good. Oh god, yeah, it is kind of like. Uh, okay, anyway, so she, uh, so that's what I actually thought happened to Sybil's head was a Gallagher show. So but <laughs> apparently not. But anyway, so um, she throws the knife on the floor, and so Rose's blood drips on there, and uh, it's over with the darknesses in the church now because uh, Dark Alessa was in there. So that's how she gets her way in. The cultists turn their lights on. And while Rose pours blood all over the altar, causing it to fall away, Rose's wounds open up and she stands up, knife in hand, with barbed wire raising Alyssa's bed up, coming out of it like tendrils, and then it takes Christabella first. Uh, this scene is really... Uh, well, there's been a lot of fuck things, but this is another one I thought was pretty sure fuckless. Is something. Yeah, uh, Christabella <laughs> asks God to give her the strength to stay pure, and then the tendrils oh, spread her God. legs apart and um, make her impure, and we'll leave it at that. 
Oh gosh. Yeah. This is like so unnecessary. And then like, I think really out of character for this, like why barbed wire, barbed wire and like, why not fire? Like why? Because it's, it's industrial themed, Vanessa, you know, you gotta keep with the industrial theme. <laughs> but like, it just seems so out of character. Yeah, it was. I don't know though if it's out of character because this is just sort of the thing. Like you just see like rusted metal, the sort of the theme of Silent Hill. So having like rusted metal tendrils, you know, that just happen to be barbed wire seems like a kind of a fitting thing. I don't know. I think I, I think if I were them, I'd be like fire tendrils. Hmm. Maybe they're maybe <laughs> maybe, maybe the barbed wire maybe the barbed wire is hot, so it's like hot tendrils. Hot fire tendrils. <laughs> yeah, that's also anyway. Ugh. Uh, so Dark Alessa climbs out of the pit where the altar was as Christabel has the tendrils going through her and then rip her body in half. Not like, you know, at the waist, like stem to stern, sort of, um, yeah, vertically ripper. So, like she, she got wishboned. There you go. Yeah. Just It's like the noob cybot fatality. Have you seen that one in I don't World think Combat? So. He, he makes I a clone have. himself and then rips someone in half uh, the same way with the clone. Oh. Uh, by the leg. They gra- each grab a leg and pull. Oh, okay. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good one. Those yeah. animators uh, probably don't sleep very well at night. <laughs> the ones that come up with all those things. Or they do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, the tendrils just kind of obliterate the other cultists, uh, including one that has it wrap around them and just basically just squeezes them and they turn into just a I don't even know how to describe it just liquid yeah it just juices them yeah yeah there you go yeah it just kind of juices the cultist with barbed wire uh, so Rose free Sharon but Dark Alessa comes up to her and then she passes out the next morning they wake up and only Dahlia is left alive Rose tells her what Sybil told her earlier in the movie mother is God in the eyes of the child Rose gets Sharon in the car Sharon closes her eyes while kind of sucking on her thumb. Uh, the car doesn't start, but Sharon opens up her eyes very briefly, and it starts right back up, and then she closes her eyes again. They drive right towards the bottomless pit, but the road becomes normal again. Rose calls home and tells Christopher she and Sharon are coming home. Um, yeah, but did Christopher actually hear it? Because it didn't seem like he did, because he was sort of, like, yelling at the phone. It's still foggy as they drive off, and then... They get home, cut to it being light again, and Christopher is on the couch asleep. Rose and Sharon walk up to where Christopher should be, and it's foggy, and Christopher isn't there. Sharon walks off looking possessed, I think is the way to put that. Yeah, she's super creepy. Yeah. Uh, Christopher wakes up um, because the front door is open. He goes outside, and uh, yeah, Rose's car isn't there, and that's the end. They were dead the entire time. Where were they? We'll find out the sequel. Yeah. I don't want to watch the sequel. Does it cover it? Yes. I'm going to Google it. It is a a literal sequel sequel to this. Yeah, it's a real sequel. Oh, how exciting. When when does that come out? It's it's, uh, 2012, I want to say. Oh, I have to wait wait six years? Yeah. So you you get to forget all of this stuff and then get reminded. Uh, Oh, that's so sad. (laughs) It's based on Silent Hill 3, loosely. Yeah. Yeah. Silent Silent Hill 3 and 1 are connected. 2 is a separate story. Yeah. But, uh, yeah so anyway that was that guys we're gonna do something here um i talked to you guys kind of sort of off the air about this but we're gonna do the bonus segment right now and then at the end we'll have a little post show we'll do here but i'm gonna go through the trivia questions here to see if this affects how we end up ranking this movie in the long term
All right, guys. So with that information um, being armed with now, how do we feel about where we want to rank this movie? Okay. I don't think that that necessarily influences my decision on this movie. Um, I liked it, though. I didn't hate this movie at all, it, even though it was very, very long. I think mm-hmm. they could have like tightened it up a little bit. Like It was like an hour and a half. I would have liked it, I think, more. Yeah, um, I agree. Um, yeah. I, I do feel like it didn't drag as long as much as some of the other long movies we've watched have and it's the longest one we've watched but mm-hmm. i guess yeah. so i think top I, 10 for sure yeah i mean i'm gonna be honest i think it's better i think i like it more than rampage personally. yeah me too i so, absolutely like it better than rampage but not more than street fighter i love street fighter <laughs> um john how are you feeling about that I think I like it more than Street Fighter. Ah, I mean, oh, Street Fighter's so funny, though. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. But... Um, Change the channel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Street Fighter is hilarious. Yes, and can't, it You is. can't take that away from Street Fighter. Um, Guys, but, I mean, Stealth this movie, this movie has... all. It has so many qualities of a video game movie that we don't see. And that, first of all, we respect the source material. It's, it's, and it still does its own thing, and work, and it and it works relatively well. It's got mm-hmm. it visually is uh, pretty striking for a for a horror movie, especially, mm-hmm. um, and I think it holds up well in that regard. I, I would love to see this movie in a more modern sense. Unfortunately, I mean, we did get that technically six years later, but uh, that, <laughs> we missed, uh, We don't talk about that mm-hmm. yet. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're not, we're not there would, yet. I, would, I mean, I would love like someone with these ideas to have like a real big budget and like a real good, like a really good, well-written script. Because I do think you know the script is is the weakest part of this of this overall. But uh, yeah, it's 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 like it might be the best at portraying the source material we've seen so far. Yeah, Just, I, would, uh, I would agree with that. So, and uh, sort of to your point there too. Um, Sean, you said you liked this, and you really had no knowledge at all about the movie. Do you remember, like, if you like when you first watched it, did you like it more then or now? I don't remember too much from when I first saw it. I thought it was really weird. Like, what the hell did I just watch? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I didn't know that it was a game. Uh, But watching it um, last night, I I I did enjoy it again. Uh, for myself so I, I, w- I would say that I, I really enjoyed this um even in, though i didn't know that it was a game movie and that's where i feel like this is actually a really good movie because you can watch this and not know it's based on anything and it's weird but it's still pretty well put together so um i'm gonna go ahead and say i like this better than mortal Kombat too <gasps> I think I like it more than Mortal Kombat. Um, I think I, I think I, I'm conflicted about that one. I know it's 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 that weird point where some of us have movies ranked higher than others in our heads. But, yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I I like Mortal Kombat, but also it's not that good of a movie. <laughs> I feel I like if I never watch Mortal Kombat again, I will be okay. I feel like maybe in a few years I can watch Silent Hill and still kind of enjoy it. I can live with it about Mortal Kombat. I mm-hmm. don't know if I would put it personally about Mortal Kombat. So that's just, just that's why I'm at. I watched Mortal Kombat recently again, and it was always something I loved. I love the game series and everything. It's one of my favorites. Uh, mm-hmm. But Goro, man, oh, my God, he's just horrible looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't look great. Uh, he does punch him in the dick, though, and that's pretty funny yeah. every time. Uh, it's, I, I mean, that movie is uh, – like, is also good at capturing. I mean, these up up here is the ones that really capture the uh, spirit of the of the of the game. And I think I mean Mortal Kombat 
um, pretty faithfully follows the plot of the first game. So it's got, I mean, I think like Silent Hill and Mortal Kombat are actually pretty similar in a lot of ways in terms yeah. of video game movies. So, yeah. Vanessa, what are, I mean, I, I know you wanted this below Street Fighter, but how are you feeling about this being better than Mortal Kombat? Um, I mean, I think it's had like, and like, no offense, Mortal Kombat doesn't really need a plot because it doesn't really have that much of a plot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mortal Kombat. This had a plot, which I really liked, and I was not confused, but I was neither confused with Mortal Kombat either. Yeah. Um, I think I put this above Mortal Kombat. I really enjoyed this movie. I thought the music was really, really good too. Which I think will, oh, yeah, the music lot. is. Oh, yeah. yeah it, again, it's kind of cheating because it already existed. But yes, the music is fantastic. And, uh, yeah. And there were like some really good moments. Like even when they when she was like in the car scene at the end, like there are a couple moments where nothing happened. I was like, something's going to jump out and kill her right now. Many times. And it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I think three is a good spot for it. So. All right. All right, there we go. Do we agree, everyone? We agree. Yeah. All right, so there we go. We have our new number three, Silent Hill. Wild. Congrats, Silent Hill, for being a top three video game movie as of April 21st, 2006. So that's a... First top five movie in a while. It's actually, for, I mean, I mean, Rampage was there, but it was also kind of cheating because we skipped ahead quite a bit to watch that. Yeah. So. That's crazy. Per- yeah. yeah. I... Uh, honestly, I would probably put this over Resident Evil personally. I would rather watch this than Resident Evil again. No, I'd watch Resident Evil over this. I, I, I too would watch Resident Evil over this. Yeah. I just thought it's more entertaining. Yeah, yeah Resident Evil was fun. I like Resident Evil. Yeah, more as as for like I <laughs> I don't need to watch Superman Head ripping someone's skin off, you know, yeah. that that often. Yeah, so. yeah or, the, or the or the barbed wire scene. Like I'd rather watch like them fight the liquor or like get like uh, that one guy get like turned into little bits by a laser. Yeah, and. And I mean, this movie is two hours long, so it's, it's that too, which you know is really not that bad in general in a movie sense. But for these, yeah. a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I mean, just for me personally, just because I also like Street Fighter Two, the animated movie, more than Resident Evil. So, but again, we can't argue with the science that we have come to with this list. Yeah, scientifically, it is the third greatest video game movie ever made as of April twenty first, two thousand six. Yes. All right. So, well, what's the first? Oh. What was that, Sean? Uh, I was just curious what was the first. Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. Yeah. Number one. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah I would of, agree to that one. Out of uh, 48 movies we've watched, it is number one. And it's been number one for quite a while now. Well. Since you watched it. I don't think it. I don't. Well. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was a that was just a slap right there that Vanessa just gave you just yeah, since we watched it, dub dub. <laughs> I was more saying that this came we, that was two thousand two when we were in two thousand six, Vanessa. Yeah, so that's it was, true. That's true. Watched movies and it's still number one. Yeah. Uh Street Fighter Two, I think I don't know if that held a spot for longer though. Uh, Street uh, Fighter Two the animated movie is our number two, but that was our number one for quite a while. We watched Resident Evil, but yeah, it was uh, <laughs> so from '94 to 2002. We'd have to look at all those movies. Yeah, would, but it's. I feel like they've been pretty yeah, probably of comparable lengths at the top. Uh, but I also don't foresee Resident Evil losing the top spot for quite a while if it does. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah. So oh boy, uh, we still have a ton of Pokemon movies in the top ten. <laughs> I'm waiting for the day when we can finally break those fucking things up it's uh just a block of pokemon movies with resident <laughs> evil apocalypse in between yeah that is a weird sandwich to be in the middle of <laughs> think they'll ever make a battle toads movie i hope not yeah I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of right there with you 
uh, I mean, was the game successful? It's on Game Pass. It's hard to tell. Well, that means that means up to like twenty something million people could play it, or something like that, or fifteen million. Yeah. I forget what it is. That's the only way I'd recommend even trying that game is on Game Pass. There so. is a review that will be up by the time uh, this this goes up that I just proofed uh, for Gore. So I expected the producer out there doing the hard work, out yep. there doing the dirty work. For yep, us. yep, 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 yep. I mean, you know, he had a, he had a, he had a sink down a little bit after he played a Children of Morton Spelunky 2. He had to do something. Poor guy. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, so that'll wrap up Multimedia Failure. Sean, thanks for coming on with us. Yeah, absolutely. It was a lot of fun. Thank you guys for having me here. Yeah, of course. Thanks for joining. Welcome anytime. Absolutely. Yeah, open door, man. If you happen to see something else on that list you want to sign up for, just go for it. Yeah, warning, most of them are pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if you really, really, like, see something you're curious, you might want to just shoot me a message, and I'll, uh, I'll tell you if, uh, indication-wise, like, if I know if it's bad or not, because there's a lot of bad on this list. <laughs> it sounds like a deal. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that sounded uh, as uh, a... Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, that kind of sounded like Brian. <laughs> when, when we asked him, like, and he's like, how did he put it? He's like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm busy that day. <laughs> yeah, I don't know when, but I'm busy. Uh, speaking of busy, why don't you go over to patreon.com slash games and junk and over there you can kick in $3 a month and you will get the bonus segment that you missed out on in this episode and there will be a little bit more to come at the end of this and you can also get bonus episodes of Rock Out With Your Card Out. You will get a catch-all feed for all the podcasts we do and you will also get them in higher quality audio rate and for $5 a month if you kick in that, you will also get a shout-out on the show. So the people that have done that, I want to thank Josh Carpenter, Alex Messenger, and John and Vanessa. Thanks, guys. This is always the awkward part of <laughs> doing time. this. <laughs> you know what? This is much less awkward when I you rock out with your card out because I'm by myself. So <laughs> like I can shout them out like normal instead of like, oh, there are two people on the call with me. This is weird. So whatever. It's uh, fine. <laughs> yeah. All right. So as usual, you can follow the podcast at Multimedia Fail. You can follow me at Jason Ariola, and you can follow Vanessa at Vicarious Rock and John at John Lucero777. Sean, um you're you're sort of kind of low-key uh, um internet wise. Is there anything you wanted to plug? You just kind of like, hey, I did the podcast I did this podcast and it's fun. <laughs> I don't have anything to plug for myself here at the moment. Um, I know that you and I started our initial correspondence because I have an interest in some podcasts myself. So uh, nothing really yet, um, but I've still got it on the back burner. So we'll see. And by the time this rolls out, who knows, man? <laughs> it's going to be, as of this recording, like another, what, six weeks? Or no, like five weeks before this comes out. So we are um, way ahead of the game four. for a change. Four. Is it four? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we're actually way ahead for a change. It's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's it's relaxing. Yeah, yeah. But, except for me when I'm, like, uh, I'm staring down the, uh, like, halfway point at the uh, the um, the Yakuza one. I'm like, oh, shit, that goes up in two days. I need to get my ass on that. I have to think a lot about what, which episodes we've done and which ones are, haven't gone up yet. So, it's, uh... Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, why don't we go ahead and wrap this uh, wrap this thing up there? And until next time, guys, trust the fungus. Road trip to the tainted town. Sucker!